Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Lucky Land Casino. Asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. NBC News Radio, I'm Bill Trefiro. Joe Biden is holding on to a strong lead in a new poll. The ABC News Washington Polls survey shows Biden up 53 percent to 41 percent. A key factor in Biden's lead appears to be Trump's handling of the coronavirus pandemic. According to the poll, nearly 60 percent of voters think it's been mishandled. Almost three quarters of voters are worried about themselves or a family member catching the virus. In October of 2016, Trump was down in most polls by about 12 percent. President Trump is laying out some policy ideas for a potential second term, but he says that starts with reopening the country. You can't keep all these states closed up, the Democrat states, and they're not doing well, and uh, the country is doing well. Trump also promised a tax cut for middle-income people. Another policy proposal involves a new health care plan, which includes protections for folks with pre-existing conditions. Meanwhile, President Trump's re-election campaign is ramping up this week after his recovery from the coronavirus. The president has booked rallies Monday through Thursday. He'll hit key swing states, Florida and Pennsylvania, Monday and Tuesday, followed by events in Iowa and North Carolina, Wednesday and Thursday. Louisiana Governor John Bell Edwards is reporting the state's first death from Hurricane Delta. An 86-year-old man in St. Martin Parish passed away from a fire that sparked shortly after refueling a generator. He also updated the power situation. The governor said there are just short of 350,000 outages as a result of the storm. Bill Gates is hoping folks will be able to get a coronavirus vaccine in the same way they've been able to get testing this year. The co-founder of Microsoft tells NBC's Meet the Press that he wants to see vaccines available in drive throughs However, Gates admitted the logistics of a vaccine won't be easy. Gates predicted multiple vaccines will be given emergency authorization by early next year. However, he says the vaccine's efficacy will range. You're listening to the latest from NBC News Radio. This is KCAA. Bob Vila here with my home improvement tip of the day. If a plumbing pipe ruptures inside your home, it's likely going to be a disaster. But properly installed pipe insulation can help prevent that keeping water in your pipes from turning to ice, expanding, then bursting to create a mega mess. Insulation also cuts down on heat loss and keeps water warm as it makes its way to your faucets. Cold water pipes benefit from insulation too, especially during summer months when humid air would otherwise condense on the pipes and cause corrosion. Besides insulation protecting pipes, it also protects people from being injured by contact with very hot or very cold pipes. There are plenty of styles and materials to choose from, each with their own advantages and disadvantages. In many freeze-prone areas of the country, pipe insulation is not only a good idea, it's the law. Check local building ordinances before you head to the home center. 
Get more info at BobVila.com and right here at home with me, Bob Vila. There's something popping up in Redlands, and the word is Moolala, Moolala Boutique. Get ready. It's a twice-yearly pop-up shop that helps over 650 local families sell their children's outgrown items, all on consignment. Prices range from 50 to 90% off retail costs. Clothing, shoes, baby equipment, such as strollers, swings, toys, books, maternity wear, furniture, basically anything pertaining to kids, infants, and children. Moolala Boutique in the Tri-City Center. Most items are gently used, but go through a quality check and the word is moolala www.moolalaboutique.com the moolala boutique is located in the southwest quadrant of the tri-city center where the 10 and the 210 meet in redlands and you'll say moolala in the tri-city center kcaa if you're looking for a full or part-time sales position and you have radio, TV, or print media experience, KCAA has a great opportunity waiting for you that pays the highest commissions in the market. KCAA is the only station in the IE that broadcasts on three frequencies, so advertisers receive three ads for one low rate. This makes KCAA a must-buy for every local business. If you're interested in a sales position with us, email CEO at KCAARadio.com. In the Inland Empire, you know how much it means to have neighbors you can count on. Like the one who mowed your lawn and trimmed that week you were sick. Well, here's another good neighbor you can count on. State Farm agent Joe Amlani and his team, they're here to help life go right when you combine your home and auto insurance, which can save you money and time. So combine home and auto and start savings today rolling. Call State Farm agent Joe Amlani, 909-894-4619 today. This segment is sponsored by Dickie's Barbecue, now in Yucaipa at 33562 Yucaipa Boulevard in the Vaughn Shopping Center. Dickie's Barbecue, where you can get sauced with five delicious barbecue sauces. For the holidays, there's the Dickie's Holiday Feast options, everything you need for a festive gathering with delicious hassle-free meals that you just eat and serve, whatever your needs are. They have the perfect option, including the complete feast, the dinner feast, or the single holiday meats and sides, available for pickup and delivery from Dickie's. And there's no charge for kids on Sundays. In fact, the kids get free ice cream. Dickie's Barbecue, now open in Yucaipa at 33562 Yucaipa Boulevard in the Vaughn Shopping Center. Center. Dickie's Barbecue, whatever your needs are. K C A A. This is a really good intro. It's Sunday night on KCAA 10:50 a.m. 102.3 and 106.5. Hello, how we doing? Doing good, Sam. How are you, man? All right, I'm doing good. All right, this is the Whatever Works show, and this is your host, Sam Works, and I'm with a special guest. His name is Sahil Patel. Nice to meet you guys. All right, how are we all feeling tonight? How are you feeling? I'm feeling pretty good. How about you, man? Doing good. Doing good. Did you work today? No, I did not. What did you do today? I just chilled. I was watching the Laker game before I came here, but, um, you know, I made this prior commitment. I thought they were uh, going to win game five. but All right. We appreciate you, know. you for being here. Yeah. Okay. So, Hill, now he is a, 
uh, unique character here in the local empire. Oh, that's sweet. Inland Empire. I'm sorry. I said local <laughs> empire. Um, you know, he's, are you from Yukaipa or? Yeah, yeah. I lived in Yukaipa most of my life. Um, born and raised in Fontana. Lived mm -hmm. in Beaumont for a bit and then moved out here. Or moved to Yukaipa. Okay. Yeah. So he's been around for quite some time and I lived in Yukaipa, Cal Mesa my whole life. So, you know, I, I recently just met him and it's kind of crazy because like where, where have we been, you know, how come we haven't seen each other or known each other? So, um, you know, when we met, it w we had a good time, good vibe, good talk. And, you know, we just kept it from there. And so he has a pretty good story. And I, I just want to like talk to you guys about like how his experience is in Yukaipa because it's a little different than mine. So go ahead, introduce yourself, talk about, you know, when, in, when you came to Yukaipa, how was it? Um, I mean, like growing up for the most part, it was pretty chill. Uh, you know, it's a small town. I was like a pretty, like pretty, like I would, yeah, I would say sensitive a little bit as a kid growing up. Uh, you know, I kept to myself pretty introverted, awkward. Wasn't like I was just like yeah, a little weird stuff like that. Um, then I went to college. I went to UCSD, uh, studied like AI and stuff like that, and then. You know, my whole, like, worldview changed because, like, if you grew up in Yukaipa and, like, you know about the city and, like, being around there, um, it's, like, a lot, it's, like, it's pretty conservative for the most part. Um, and I think, like, as the years have gone by, especially, like, during, like, this recent presidency and stuff, and then, like, going back to Yukaipa, I've definitely noticed a change. Um, it's not, like, I wouldn't say it's, like, so serious, but, like, it's like, you know, it's definitely like growing up, I didn't really not realize it. I thought for the most part, I grew up with a really good group of guys, um, really, really good people. I met most, most people I, I've gotten to know in Yukaipa, like are amazing people. My neighbors are all fantastic people. Like, you know, um, it's just like kind of like a culture thing. Does that make sense? It's not like really like an, on an individual level. It's kind of like just that broad, like you get that feeling. It's yeah. hard, it's hard to describe. Yeah, when, uh, when I was younger, <clears throat> Living in uh, Cal Mesa and Yukaipa, it was like a quiet town, you know. And now it's yeah, yeah, for sure. Now it's building up. Yeah, you know? it really is. It's expanding a lot. It yeah. really is. The people here, Yukaipa's voice for sure. Um, actually, a lot of things happened in Yukaipa like the past couple like year or so. You know, not even with like COVID, but just like all like the politics and like the riots and stuff. Yeah, yeah for sure, and definitely has. That was, that was a crazy time. Were you like affected by that or anything or? Um, for the most part, I really don't pay attention to what other people do. I'm just not that kind of person. Um, it only like, like, I obviously like to like, you know, watch the news, you know, keep up to date on like politics, uh, just to see what's going on, you know, just try to stay like, uh, educated. It's like, I'm like, when I go vote and stuff, I'm not just like staring at the ballot blind, not knowing what, what the heck is going on. <laughs> yeah. So what, what news do you watch? Um, I try to watch like independent stuff like on YouTube. Uh, there's this guy who does podcasts. He's actually been on Joe Rogan's podcast. His name is Kyle Kalinske. Um, I really like the way he thinks, and okay. I think his I think he's just his approach is really really cool. Um, he talks about a lot of interesting stuff that not a lot of big mainstream media people talk about often. Like like what? Can you give us an example? Um, one example, real like it's like super specific. I don't know a lot of stuff about it, but there's a, I think there's an increase of like U.S. commando, which is like special forces, like. You know, Marine Recon, U.S. Navy SEALs, Delta Force, stuff like that. I don't right. even know if Delta Force is a thing, but whatever. Regardless, yep. like Special Forces, um, there's an increase of, like, activity in North – or, like, in Africa because they're trying to, like, set up basically 
like air bases for drones to like um, go into the Middle East and like do strikes and stuff. Cause like, it was like pre like Obama, like when he was president, he like upped up like the drone like strike. Percentage. I'm shocked. Yeah, no, but like <laughs> no, the thing no. is, is like, it, it's like super aggressive stuff, but it's like, it's increased by I think like what he was talking about on his show, it's increased by like 400% um, during this last administration. And so like, they're trying to like basically set up like places so where they can like have like efficient ways of like doing drone strikes. Dang, that like is from crazy. Africa to the Middle East, or at least that's what like he was talking about. Don't quote me; this is like what I heard. So, yeah. <laughs> right, everything we say on here is, um, yeah. No, I mean obviously what he talked about was from an article. Um, I read the article, but yeah, that's what they were talking about. So, and where does like he get his sources from? I think his that one was uh, like Washington Post or Telegram. I forget which one it was. Mm. Um, but yeah, it's like, Washington Post. That's that's the one right there. That's the one you gotta look at. Yeah, I mean. Like, I, most of it, like, all of his stuff is, like, legitimate sources for the most part, like, New York Times. Uh, I mean, he's well-credited. He's ran, like, AOC's campaign and stuff like that and, like, helped her out when mm -hmm. she was, like, running for Congress and stuff. So he's, he's a well-known, like, you know, political media guy. He's, just, he's more behind the scenes and doesn't really, like, he's not, like, you know, like, Anderson Cooper or anything like that. You know, he's not just, like, a face <laughs> CNN type. Yeah, yeah, no, he's more cool, calm, and collected, you know, undercover type stuff. Yeah, and also he's super funny. That's why I like his show a lot, too. Like, he just says stuff in, like, a really funny way. Hmm. That's pretty good. So, going back to you going, like, growing up, can you describe, like, is it because of your ethnicity? Was it that challenging, or did that have no part in Yukaipo? Did that all just, like, I mean, like, blend in? I, um, it's like, you know, when I was growing up, people would, like, you know, make fun of me for being Indian. They would, like, call me, like, random stuff. I remember when I was, like, doing junior usher stuff in, like, at Ukaipa High School, um, like, this one random senior, because, like, I was a junior usher, and, like, I was, like, helping during, like, the basically graduation practice, like, the day before, like, junior ushers get to take their finals early and, like, help out with the graduation. Mm. I remember we were, like, doing the practice graduation, and, like, this random dude, like, called me Mufasa. And it's, like, like weird <laughs> stuff. Like, yeah, it's, like, stupid okay. stuff like that. Like, yeah. that happened all the time, like. People would like call me like random names and like I'm like dude that's not my name and then like none of my friends ever did that to me and like I still like my core group of friends like that I created like through like my life here at Ukaipa like to middle school through high school mm -hmm. I still talk to these guys every day like right. they're they're like my really good friends they're probably not watching this but shout out to them anyways they're a real good group of guys so thank <laughs> you guys for that I really appreciate that good stuff and, <laughs> and if you guys want to watch this or uh, listen in again you can just go on the kcaradio.com there's click on my podcast and, yeah, uh, yeah you I can threw, download it you can send it I threw the link on my discords that they all see it so a bunch of people saw it so hopefully they're listening if they're not thanks guys I really appreciate <laughs> that someone's gonna hear it they're gonna pass it down <laughs> <clears throat> Okay, so you survived middle school, you came through high school, and now you went through San Diego University, right? No, UC San Diego. Uh, uh, I didn't go to state. I'm not that cool. I went to a super nerdy school, you know, studied a bunch. That's yeah. good, though. That's right. That's right. And your friends, what are, your friends kind of do, like, the similar thing? like. Um. Yeah, so, like, one of my really good friends right now, he's doing his PhD at UCR in physics. Um, he does, like, super cool stuff that I can't even, like, begin to think about like he does like stuff for like quantum physics research and super super gnarly things um one of my other friends yale law school super smart but it's like it's really nice having a group of guys like this around me because it's like um good work ethic you know good inspiration and like keeps you on track yeah definitely keeps me keeps me on track for sure 
keeps me inspired. A little, you know, envious at times, but I think that's a good thing to have that kind of like drive, you so, know, to be successful. So what do you do? Um, so recently I just got hired at a, um, like part-time. At With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. A recruitment company um, in L.A., I'm doing like data analytics. I study computer science at UCSD. So basically what I do is like find trends in data using like machine learning and AI to like make like things like market driven decisions and stuff like that. Like if I can't obviously talk about super specific stuff cause I'm not allowed to, but yeah. Shh. <laughs> He's a <laughs> secret service. That's what it is. That's pretty good, man. And like that, that's like your life career, right? What you're doing. Is the AI work and the computer um, science work? Yeah, I definitely want to pursue it. Uh, I think, like, I want to work for a couple of years, probably go back to grad school. Because, uh, like, AI is, like, a lot of it's, like, it's a pretty new and up-and-coming field in general. Um, mm -hmm. Even though a lot of the math and stuff for it was developed in the 90s and, like, early 2000s, it's always, it's continuously developing. That's how technology is. And so, especially, like, with the advents of, like, AI and how um, powerful of a, like, tool and, like, way of, like, doing things it is, like, it's so... Like you can use it for so many different things, like in the medical field, um, businesses, uh, you know, social media, bunch of things, advertisements. They all use AI in some way or another. Like it's just becoming like the thing because it's it's just crazy. Okay, so two things: the is that like is that affected by five G? Does that do anything with five G, or is that even like relevant? No, five G is like um f like basically s internet service stuff so that's like okay. different hardware so like like you know how like cell phone towers like emit radio waves and stuff like that yeah so it's like 5g is basically just another like type of connection system that's just faster than what wi-fi and stuff is or like the 4g so it's basically like upgraded cell towers okay that's like that's what like ee kids do i'm pretty sure like electrical engineering and stuff like that hmm. but yeah there's like you can do yeah like 5g is like yeah, that's like just. Uh, I'm pretty sure that's just internet stuff. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah. Never mind. Scratch that. No, you're good. Because like I, when I was looking, like I heard that 5G helps with um, like AI, like in terms of like the information technology. information getting processed faster. Yeah. Like okay. from like server to server, it definitely would help. Yeah. Cause yeah. I know we talked about this before about like stocks and stuff, but um, I invested and like looked into stuff for like 5G and AI because. That that is like the next coming up thing. Yeah, yeah it definitely you know? is. It definitely is. But um, I know your view on that is not really like strong, right? Or like in terms of like investing into like companies going into AI, or like yeah, because like or no, like definitely invest into companies going into AI. Like using AI to predict stocks is like a whole different thing. It's like mm. it's like a huge like like it's like it's like a misconception that like you can use AI to predict stocks easily, but it's like it's super complicated and it requires like really really complicated stuff that. But like I mean, PhDs do. I mean, yeah. like, since you're, like, doing it, you kind of know, like, the background behind it, you know, so you can, like, you know companies that will be, like, doing well, right? Yeah, yeah, like, in stocks, you're just putting, you're putting money into, like, something that you, believe, like, believe is going to, like, 
Yeah, and I think that's a good way to approach like investing in a stock is like understanding a company and like what they're getting into and seeing if like the mm. like the things they're investing in, like the technologies they're investing in, are going to be like something profitable. Like that's like that's a that's a. Like, I gotta give you a kudos to that, dude. That's, another that's a one, smart way to do another it. Another one is uh like what I put into stocks is the buildings, like. Mm -hmm you know, people that build the houses and stuff. Like I drive around town, I drive around the state and I see like certain companies building all around, mm -hmm. you know what I mean? So mm -hmm. I look into that and I, you know, it's, it's pretty cool. Like I'm in, I'm into stocks a little bit, you feel me? But I know it's, it is a dangerous game, you know? So, I mean, it's like, it's dangerous if you let it be like most yeah. like, you know, like reasonable investors will like invest for long term and like have it as like a long term thing that mm -hmm. like that's what like a 401 401k is right it's like stock options or at least i'm pretty sure that's how it works right i think you like give the money to the company to like put it in the own yeah and to like to sure. like invest it and then like you get a retirement back so like that's what most people would do and like it, it's a smart idea like having multiple sources of income is never do you have thing. like a, a savings or anything like that yeah i do so um you know, when I was like interning and stuff in college, I put some stuff into my savings. I invest into stocks too. I have some money in stocks. Uh, I buy and sell clothes. Uh, okay, there you is, go. Well, I don't do it as much right now. Um, I stopped like when COVID hit, obviously, and I stopped when I graduated college because mm -hmm. I had less clients because I was mostly selling to kids at my college. And yeah. that, that was pretty profitable, right? Yeah, I mean, it was able to like pay for my fraternity dues and like, you know, just like all my other extra stuff that I wanted to do in college when I went to have fun, like go to Coachella, stuff like that. So, so if people are listening and they want to like try to try to make some extra money, you know, how, how would they do what you're doing? It's hard, dude. You, you got to like, you got to really get into it. It's also super expensive. So it's like, if you're not willing to like put in the work for it, um, it's difficult. Like I got lucky cause when I first started getting into it, uh, I made that like big investment to get a bot to like, you know, get stuff like Supreme. Obviously I probably shouldn't be talking about this, but no, I'm just kidding. It's not that bad. Uh, you know, but it's like, it's hard to get like really popular stuff because it sells out super quick. Right. Um, if you don't have access to like the stores, like if you're not living in like New York, you can't go to like Supreme to like the store on drops on the day and like camp it out and buy stuff. Mm -hmm. um, but it's the real stuff that you buy. You don't buy no like fakes or anything, right? No, yeah. It's like I, legitimate I, stuff. I buy it off the website. It's good business. Yeah, yeah it's definitely like, it, it's, it's like, it's not steady per se but it's like if you make like if you know what you're doing and like you can get like the right stuff you can make a good flip like especially on shoes and stuff like that or like collector things um you can make a decent amount of money but it's just like stuff sells out quick so you got to be like really on top of it and really be paying attention to like what's coming up and things like that what about um like making your own clothing line I would have no clue. No, no idea. I, I'm not creative at all in that sense. I have no artistic expression whatsoever. I can barely play the guitar, man. I'm pretty good on the saxophone, though. I'm not going to lie. I okay. played that for a okay. while. Yeah. Did, what, did you learn that in, like, uh, elementary, middle school or something? Or? Yeah, that's when I started. And my neighbor used to play in, like, a jazz band. And so he taught me a lot, too, which is pretty cool. So, yeah. Did you guys play together or what? Yeah, he taught me a lot, actually. I would go to his house. Like, he lived, like, right across my street. He was, like, this old, like, 50-year-old dude. Super cool guy. Yeah. Oh, he, he's old? Yeah, he was. Like, oh, okay. I thought he was like your age or something. No, no, no. He was like we've known him forever. And like whenever I when I heard when he told like when he heard that I started picking up the saxophone, he's mm -hmm. like, "Oh yeah, let me teach you." And I'm like, "For free?" And I'm like, "For Cause free?" Because I, I know like my parents have told me he's like really really good. And my dad like loves jazz music. He, my dad listen. I love his taste in music. It's like you know old like classic rock. Like right. um, you know he loves Eric Clapton. Like he loves like, you know Brit blues. He loves like blues in general. Like Buddy Guy, BB King. That's like the kind of music I grew hmm. up with. So like, 
I mean, I'm a big rap head, but it's nice to have that like kind of background going. Yeah, it, it yeah. kind of like soothes the mind almost a little bit, right? Yeah, yeah. He's a big Pink Floyd guy too. I love Pink mm. Floyd because of him. Yeah. Yeah, no, Pink, Pink Floyd is a uh, it's good when you're on certain things. You know what I mean? Yeah, I mean. Like, knowing, that's, that's what I've been told. Not, you know? <laughs> knowing my dad, I'm pretty sure he had a great time in college. Yeah, for when sure. He came to America. Yeah, I'm pretty sure based on the music he was listening to. That's pretty funny. Um, yeah, a lot of people like the '70s or '80s, you know, and you wonder why. But um, yeah, no, right. I like, to be honest, like when I'm not with like a group of people, I like listening to like oldies music. Okay. Yeah. You know, like '92, three KKLH. It's like the classics, you know. Okay. Um, but I do have like my my dark side, you know, like the rap side and stuff like that. Cause like, that's what I, that's why I like bump around the, around the street, around the, town. <laughs> around the town, but windows up though. You know, I don't, <laughs> I don't do windows down. So, um, really, I love listening to music with my windows down. Like really? uh, on a nice day. Yeah. When the air is like, when the weather's nice outside. I mean, I try not to be too loud cause I'd be kind of just mean. Uh, well, I mean, when you're on the freeway, like, um, Oh yeah. Forget that. I no, couldn't do that on the freeway. No, one time we're in, tra- one time we're in traffic and it was like it was late we're, we're like in la and bumper to bumper we're we're bored you know it was late we're tired but so i just rolled down the windows and i turned up some songs we started dancing right <laughs> we're trying to make sure everyone's seeing and then like a little thing that i learned is you know the dance the macarena yeah, yeah. you can hit the macarena to any song any beat and it'll be on point because it's yeah. just like a, it's like a count. Yeah, you know it's like a count. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah so yeah. it's like when people are driving by, they just see a full car, just like people doing the Macarena <laughs> to some like rap music or whatever, like, you know? What the, what are these kids <laughs> doing? <laughs> That's pretty cool, man. You, yeah, the time went by fast after that. It was, was kind of cool. That is pretty cool. That's yeah, pretty cool. We're coming back from the beach and we went out there for a couple of days. Mm-hmm. Man, the first, okay, one of the worst times I had at the beach, worst experience. Okay, so I move out, right? I mm-hmm. move out of my house. Mm-hmm. Well, I, w- I moved into my friend's house, and then I moved out of it because it was just too much. Yeah, yeah. So I was like, I'm going to go to the beach. I, I didn't know where I was going to go, so I was like, I'm going to go to the beach for three days. Mm-hmm. You mm-hmm. know, took my cousin with me. We go out there, and it was like 6 in the morning, right? There was no, there was no red curb. No parking sign, no nothing, okay? Mm-hmm. And I saw a car parked right there. It was by a sidewalk. I yeah. parked right there. We go to the beach, a couple hours. We go back. I'm barefoot, by the way. Wallet's in the car. Everything. Yeah, yeah. I walk over. Car's gone. Oh, <laughs> I was tripping. I was like, this is not this is not happening. <laughs> you feel like, me? Wait, I'm pretty sure I parked here. <laughs> <laughs> it was crazy. And so I look right. I look left. And I see a tow truck oh, down the street. dude. I started, <laughs> I was running. Just like sprinted. Like, yeah, man, it was so crazy. Because like LA, the streets are not like f- fresh, you know, they're, they're kind of like beat up. Yeah, probably, they're so. beat up. Yeah, yeah so my feet were hurting. But <laughs> Wait, you were barefoot? <laughs> yeah. Oh my God. So I stopped the tow truck guy. My car was not on his back of the tow truck. But I was like, hey, have you seen a car that was parked here? You know, blah, blah, blah. He's like, well, if it was parked here, then yeah, because apparently it was like a highway or something. I don't know. Oh, was it like it was like four? It was like two lanes, both yeah, sides. Yeah. You know, I get what you're saying. But he said after eight o'clock, we tow him. You feel me? Oh. So I was like, dang. He's like, uh, there, here's here's my card. You can go check it. It's like a two mile, two and a half mile walk, mm-hmm. barefoot. 
Dude, like, oh, were you shoes in the car or something? Yeah, oh, yeah. <laughs> it was bad. Oh, so no. I get there. It turns out it's there. You feel me? Yeah. And I was like, hey, um, you know, I got to get my car. It got impounded. They're like, where's your wallet? I was like, it's in the car. You feel me? It took, it was like $386 to get out. Oh, dude, what? That's yeah. crazy. But they didn't, like, when I came in with, like, no shoes and stuff, they were like, <laughs> like who's this not, homeless guy coming yeah, in? Yeah, trying to act like you don't have a wallet, you don't have any ID. <laughs> like, everything was taken. You know? That's so funny. Dang. Anywho, we're about that- to go on break. We'll, we'll come back and we'll continue the story. All right, guys. Thank you very much for listening on KCAA. KCAA Loma Linda, 1050 AM, K292FQ Riverside, and K293CF Moreno Valley. Can antibiotic medicines, long hailed as miracle drugs, be too much of a good thing? Yes. Two factors are at work here. First, bacteria, one of the earliest forms of life on Earth, are miracles in their own right, with a stunning ability to outsmart the antibiotic drugs through rapid evolution. Second, is the rather dull inclination of us supposedly superior humans to overuse and misuse antibiotic medicines. Every time we take an antibiotic to kill some bad bacteria that is infecting our bodies, a few of the infectious germs are naturally resistant to the drug. So they survive, multiply, and become a colony of superbugs that antibiotics can't touch. Multiply this colony by the jillions of doses prescribed for everything from deadly staph infections to the common cold, and we get the, quote, antibiotic paradox. The more we use them, the less effective they become, for they're creating a spreading epidemic of immune superbugs. A big cause of this is the push by drug companies to get patients and doctors to reach for antibiotics as a cure-all. For example, millions of doses a year are prescribed for children and adults who have common colds, flu, sore throats, etc. Nearly all of these infections are caused by viruses, which cannot, repeat, cannot be cured with antibiotics. Taking an antibiotic for a cold is as useless as taking a heart drug for heartburn. The antibiotics will do nothing for your cold, but it will help establish drug-resistant superbugs in your body. That's not a smart trade-off. This is Jim Hightower saying, in fact, it's incomprehensibly stupid. Antibiotics are invaluable medicines we need for serious, life-threatening illnesses, but squandering them on sore throats has already brought us to the brink of superbugs that are resistant to everything. That's the nightmare of all nightmares. Tired of paying outrageous prices for Viagra? Well, we have great news for you. Now you can finally get Viagra at huge discounts. Healthy Man allows you to save up to $500 on Viagra. Why pay U.S. pharmacy prices of $15 per pill or more when you can get Viagra for less than $3 a pill? Call today and get 40 Viagra pills for only $99. This can cost as much as $600 at your local pharmacy. You can't afford not to call us if you want Viagra at the lowest prices. Never pay $15 a pill pharmacy prices again. Get Viagra for less than $3 a pill. Call 800-357-1583 today to save up to $500 and get 40 pills for just $99. Healthy Man is fast 
easy, and affordable. Operators are waiting at 800-357-1583 to take your call now. Call 800-357-1583. That's 800-357-1583. Again, 800-357-1583. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper, a woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver? I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. For several years, KCAA has been marketing the Longevity brand of nutritional and personal care products. Our experience with Longevity has been 100% positive, so we are pleased to recommend them to you. Regarding nutritional supplements, we recommend Pollen Burst in the berry flavor and Tangy Tangerine 2.0 in the tablet form. For regularity issues, we recommend 3-Day Cleanse, and for personal care, we recommend Morning Hydration Cream. You can shop online for Longevity at www.kcaateam.com or you can order by phone by calling 800-982-3197 and tell customer support that you are part of the KCAA team. Longevity is an American company based in San Diego. Call Longevity at 800-982-3197 and ask about monthly auto ship that allows you to buy Longevity products at wholesale prices. That number again, 800-982-3197. In these days, your dining out choices are limited. Want something mouth-watering good, tasty, convenient, but not the same old, same old? Najwa's Fine Mediterranean Cuisine in Loma Linda has affordable taste sensations and some of the best authentic Mediterranean cuisine around. Fresh, local, healthy, and handmade food made with love and passion in every bite. From delicious beef and chicken kebabs, pitas, excellent hummus, or one of their many other salad soups, shawarma bowls, or sandwiches, Najwa's is the place to go. Najwa's is currently open for takeout only, but keep them in mind for your special events coming up too. Najwa's Caters, local delicious food all day long. Najwa's authentic Mediterranean cuisine located just off of Anderson and Tippecanoe and the 10 Freeway at 24711 Redlands Boulevard in Loma Linda. Call Najwa's Mediterranean cuisine. You can order at 909-894-0488. 909-894-0488. Najwa's, great local food nearby. Take it out all day long. how we do it it's sunday night on kcaa we are back on whatever works i'm with sahil we're just joking around talking you know telling stories talking about our ideas and stuff um before we went on break i was telling a story about one of my worst um beach trips i went to <coughs> the catch everyone up um long story short got my car towed at like eight in the morning shoeless walked two two and a half miles to the uh, towing place and had to pay a pretty good, pretty good, you know, not fine, but a hefty sum. <laughs> yeah, a hefty a sum. Hefty sum. <laughs> and so we'll just continue on the story because you know, it just it's the whole day. You know, you know what I mean? It's like it's not a it's not, 
Because people say, oh, I had a bad day. It's like, no, you just had a bad, like, 20 minutes or something. You know what I mean? Like, No, dude, this day was bad from when it started. That's, that's, <laughs> exactly. like, that's real. That's, like, yeah. really, really real. I'm just being honest. Yeah, because I moved out of the house. Like, that morning I woke up. I just, boom, packed my stuff, you know, left. So started off the day pretty well. Anywho, so I got my car back. Um, so we go to, we go to Huntington, mm-hmm. right? And it was the U.S. Open. Oh, nice. That's like one of my favorite places. Yeah. So I was like, I was like, okay, my day is about to get better. Yeah. It's so much fun. You know, I had a couple beers and this and this and this. And I I learned my lesson. I'm I'm stupid for like, not, not, not that I'm stupid for not getting away with it, but I'm still for doing this. But, um, you know, I had a bunch of beers in my backpack and I had a water bottle filled with beer. You don't put a beer in a plastic (laughs) water bottle, you know? You live and you learn. Yeah, exactly. And uh, I did. Um, so I'm walking down the stairs under the bridge about to cross i'm with my cousin i'm wearing a big old straw hat right i was beach ready and um there's like three four officers down at down at the bottom of the stairs and i, I walk past them and they're like hey you and my cousin turns around right my cousin turns around because he just he just doesn't like you know whatever turns around he's like no you with the straw hat i was like oh shit oh, oh excuse me i was like oh man that's me so i turn around and they're like, why, why are you drinking in public? I was oh, like, man. Oh. I was, to be honest, I was like, just trying to have a good time. And he's like, do you have anything else, in, any booze in, or anything on you? I was like, yes. He's like, where? I was like, my backpack. Right? He's like, have a seat. So now everyone at US Open. <laughs> oh, yeah, I've seen that before. Like the cops are just like running people's bro. backpacks on like the on the period, yeah. on the Yes, walk, yes. On the bar that walk. was me, bro. <laughs> he's like, have a seat. And I sat down on the dirt and it was like people would just like surround me and then like more cops came and they, they wouldn't let my cousin near me whatever like it was so crazy so i sat there nice and calm you know i got caught i'm not gonna like fight it or it's anything like the punishment was public shaming man yes it was Jeez, yes it was yeah. so they're like do you have your um your id on you or anything yeah, like this? yeah, yeah. i told him no because it was in my car yeah yeah I, after i got my car i did not bring my wallet with me because we're going to the beach i don't bring my you know yeah yeah, so, yeah you keep that in the car yeah, makes so i was sense. like no he's like do you have any identification i said no sir and so he's like, well, what are we going to do with you? <laughs> we can't just let you go. We don't know who you are. And I was like, I just sat there. I was like, I don't know. And then he asked, because there was like four cops. He asked one of them. He's like, Sarge, you got a fingerprint scanner? He's like, because if none of them do, we got to take you to jail, you know, because they got a finger scanner yeah, and stuff yeah, like yeah. that. And he asked all of them. And they all said no, but the last guy. And then they got lucky. He scammed me. You know, I'm, I'm good. I'm clean. No worries. But gave me a drinking in public ticket. You know, after yeah. paying a hefty bill on the car. And at the time, I only had, like, $64 in my bank account. So I was like, wow, this is a this is a good day. Dude, you know? my cousin's got a bill for that in Huntington as well, dude. But they were, like, on the beach itself. Oh. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Cool, cool. Um, so what happened with him? Uh, dude, he got, like, a, a fat ticket. Like, it was $400 plus, I'm pretty sure. It was big. For... For, for like drinking in public like at the beach don't do it yeah don't no it, yeah guys. guys don't do it <laughs> they don't mess around in in west coast beaches especially around la they do not mess around yeah you're trying to have a good time well they can make it a lot worse yeah they will find you and they will be happy about it <laughs> they do this for a living you know yeah like, but okay so were you there or yeah no I, the thing is is like i was pulling up before like i was literally you know carting my like you know like those beach carts that you have i like my chair in there like my umbrella um, I like my spike ball set. I was just like, you know, rolling it, just chilling. 
and I, I literally see the cops talking to them and then they came up to me and were like yeah we just got a ticket for four hundred dollars and i'm like oh man what so like that is crazy <laughs> what yeah <laughs> like that is a big fine like i didn't think it'd be like that much but that is a big fine yeah have you um experienced anything with like bad interactions with the cops um no actually like every time i like i've talked to a cop Pretty, like reasonable. I'm, I mean, <laughs> okay. I'm a re- let's let's rewind here. How many t- how many times have you talked to cops? Like, is that like a like a thing or for you or what? No, 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 no. I'm just saying. Always getting in trouble. <laughs> no, I, no, 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 no. I, I phrased that wrong. My bad. Um, no, I like like when I was a kid. I mean, like you know, I had one situation with the cops, but like you know, it was handled well. I, like you know, I just followed the rules. Didn't like say anything dumb. You know, just, like, comply. How, how you're supposed to do it, right? Yeah, yeah, like, and, you know, like, the cop that was, like, I was dealing with, he was a really nice guy. He was, like, explaining everything to me. You could tell that I was, like, kind of nervous and stuff, so he wasn't, right. like, tripping. And so, like, yeah, he was pretty chill. He explained everything to me, and then, like, you know, yeah, he was a really nice guy about it. I didn't get in trouble because, like, you know, I wasn't doing anything wrong. You so, know. Yeah, just <laughs> a misunderstanding, and, like, you know, it was, it was. It went up, well, right? It ended up well, yeah. Like, obviously, at the time, I was super nervous and stuff, but, Yeah. It went well. I had a, I had a lot of um, good interactions with cops. I don't think I had a bad one, but one time, this cop like came up on us because my friend Joseph, uh, he dri- he used to drive like a 1986 Cadillac, mm-hmm. all steel, long boat. Like it was just like it's a really old thing, but there's no paint on it, right? Mm-hmm. Which is metal and rust, mm-hmm. but it's like a pit mobile. Okay. Know? Okay. And so. We were we just got food and we're like, hey, where should we where should we eat? Yeah, yeah. like where are you gonna go find a spot to yeah, eat? Yeah, so there's a spot where it's like like a turnaround spot on like this low like the street's not busy, mm-hmm, you know, mm-hmm, like not mm-hmm. that many cars pass by. So we just parked right there, we're chilling, and a couple cars went by and we got done eating. So I pull up to the house right around the corner and you know I get out of the car and all of a sudden just whoop whoop like lights and everything, right? And it was it was getting dark, so all the reflections of light was going through like my neighbor's house, my mom's house. So everyone comes outside, like, "What what's happening?" You know? Oh yeah, everyone's like. <laughs> the cop comes out. What were you doing over there? Blah blah blah. And I was like, I, I was just eating. <laughs> and then I had like a Burger King bag. <laughs> and then he was saying that um, he got called like multiple calls about like uh, a suspicious vehicle, like, like suspicious in, behavior, in like suspicious yeah. activity. And yeah. It's like we understand because the car definitely looks like. Not a not a good modest car, you know what I mean? <laughs> like someone would be using that car for suspicious activity. <laughs> yes, exactly. <laughs> but we have never once um, had anyone talk badly about that car. Like in the back of our minds, like it wasn't my car; I didn't drive it. But in the back of me and my friends' minds, it was like it's a it's a piece of crap car, you know. <laughs> but it was V eight, and the inside. It had like white leather, but it was like 1986. Nothing's been done to it. You know what I mean? So it's, oh, all so like, it's like all the parts on the inside are still vintage and yeah, stuff too. Oh, yeah, that's pretty the rims nice. and everything. If you restored that car, that'd be pretty sick. Yeah, and that's that's one of his um, future plans is to do oh, that. Oh yeah, it, I definitely would. Yeah, we did a lot of things in the, in the caddy, but um, oh man. I wish I knew where I was going with that story. That's the Goon Squad car right there, huh? It really was. That <laughs> we took that to all the parties, and it was a V8, man. So it was like. It would like crawl and just boom, like it would like oh, jump, dude, you know that, what I mean? That's and cool. That's it cool. Was, it was pretty cool. But yeah, so we thought it was like the way it looked, it wasn't attractive. You know what I mean? And so, like, as a story, this one girl came up to Joseph and she's like, Hey, can you give me a ride home? Mm-hmm. Right? Mm-hmm. 
And then Joseph was like, he he, he thought the girl was cute. Mm-hmm. And like, they knew each other for a while. And he was just like, yeah, sure, I'll get you right home. Yeah, yeah. And I started, I, I smiled. Right? Me and him looked at each other because like, oh, she gets to see what he drives. You know, like when she looks at it, like it's a steel like box, bro. <laughs> like, <laughs> like, you know? It's just like a rusted box. Yeah, like that's- yeah. <laughs> and, um, and it's super long. But um, so we're getting ready. And she was like, so what kind of car do you drive? And he was like, a Cadillac. <laughs> she's like, ooh, a caddy. We're like, yeah. <laughs> you know. And we go down to the parking lot, and it's like all the cars are just, like, disappearing, except for his, right? And she's like, which car is yours? And we're just, like, walking straight to it. And he's like, oh, it's this one. And, I, like, we thought her reaction was going to be bad, uh-huh, right? Uh-huh. She loved it. She loved it. But when she hopped inside, she was like, Joseph, I, I really want this car. Like, how much would you sell it for, you know? Dang, really? Yeah, she had like a she had like a connection with the car beyond. It, she right, had an she loved it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Love at first sight with the car uh-huh. for sure. That's crazy. Um, when we used to go to like gas stations, mm-hmm. you know, we have some elders come up to us. Oh, well, like really like be inspired by the car and yeah, stuff. Like, old like, heads love the couple yeah. of cars, dude. Man, we had we had um, like people want to like race us, you know, just like on the streets, like cruising, <laughs> and people like yell out the window. Like this one time, this guy was yelling. And he's like, oh, that's a, like, that's a doo-doo car, whatever, blah, blah, blah. <laughs> and we were butthurt. That's like the first time anyone, like, you know, talked yeah. smacked on it. And we pull up to a stop sign, and he's like, nah, we're just kidding, man. That's a that's a piece of history. <laughs> oh, like, we love it. And I was like, that's right. You yeah, know? yeah. Oh, that's cool. That's cool. And like, I'm really big into cars, too. I'm yeah. actually... Uh, uh, going off of that, I'm trying. I'm trying to buy a 1995 Spirit R RX7, like the FDs, like like the rotary engine ones. Those are crazy. I want to get into like track stuff, so mm. I'm saving up for it because those right. are those are collector cars, but they're like like Japanese distribution American cars like that are super yeah. expensive because they're like rare. I'm not I'm not too familiar with the name. Um, you know like RX7s, right? Like it's like the Spirit R one, so it's like the turboed uh two rotary and like fds are like this like the old like the older or like the shape from like i think like past the 80s i believe when they started looking like real sleek instead of like boxing oh okay yeah okay, so yeah, those yeah. are the fds yeah yeah so i'm trying to get one of those but they are expensive man really dude like for like twenty thousand dollars for an old car like that because they're all like collector cars you know so it's like, right like they're really really hard to find because everyone like I don't know if it's the Fast and Furious hype or what. That's what I was gonna say. Yeah, yeah. It's ridiculous, dude. I I just want to I just want a rotary car, but too bad what, they what? don't have RX sevens like that cheap anymore. So that's like your favorite car? I would say like that car I really really want. Um, or like another dream car I really it's like obviously super unnecessary and I might be compensating for something, but you know a Hellcat. I really really want a Hellcat one day. Like I don't know why I think it's because I listen like too much Twenty One Savage or something, but like a Hellcat okay. would be. <sighs> Why not a demon, you, you know? Yeah, oh, if I really make that, it, yeah, that's yeah, a little yeah too to much. Take it, no, yeah. dude, it's not too much. I definitely take it in as as much as much horsepower as I can get. That'd be kind of cool. See, my friend, he was um he's very introverted and he did all his like work at home and stuff. Yeah. And he wasn't much of anything. He was he was really smart though, mm-hmm, you know. Mm-hmm. And so like now, now that he's in his like 20s, he's starting to like come out more. Mm-hmm. Yeah. He like he used to be against like doing stuff dangerous right <laughs> now he's like he bought a car he wants to soup it up and i'm like bro what, what are you doing like <laughs> what are you trying to accomplish you know and it's like he wants to go fast and stuff i'm like no yeah i've always been into like racing and stuff i used to like watch f1 with my dad like growing up i love like gt2 gt3 racing i love rally racing i don't watch nascar though it's mm. not like no offense to people who like nascar but i just don't find it that interesting i mean have you even tried 
No, I've watched NASCAR. Like, it's not like I haven't. More than tried. once? Yeah, no, multiple times. Like, a lot of my friends, especially grew up in UK. Dude, I grew up in UK. <laughs> right. A bunch of my friends watch NASCAR, and like, I'd go over to their house, and they'd be like, they'd be watching it, their dad be watching it. But like, I don't know. I grew up on F1, and like, mm. those kind of ra- like the that serious kind of, races. Huh? Yeah, dude, the serious racing. No, it's like NASCAR is pretty intense, dude. They're going fast, like super duper fast. Have you ever been to one, like in person? Like, dude, what? I heard it's. I, I feel like I would be down to go see it in person because I heard it's insane. Like just like the cars driving past you is like nuts. Yeah. You gotta you gotta wear earmuffs. Yeah, like, like earplugs. Yeah, 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 yeah. You know. So I, I've been to the Long Beach Grand Prix before to like see like like races and stuff. I think there was like a Formula One race. I forgot what I saw. I was a kid though, and I remember I had to wear like earplugs. Like I was like eight years old, and just like oh yeah, definitely eight, eight years old. They want to protect those baby ears. You know, it's kind of bad because I listen to music super loud in my car, and I'm pretty sure I had tinnitus, so it didn't really work out that well. And, you know, so, sooner <laughs> than later, you know what I mean? I can just hear that, like, buzzing in my ear. Like, all the yeah. time? <laughs> yeah. like some No, not all the time. If it was all the time, I'd be really, really concerned. Yeah. yeah, it does come up once in a while. That's pretty crazy. My <laughs> brother, he was on the mountain bike team in Ukaipa High. Oh, that's a – they're pretty legit, dude. Hey. They are pretty yeah, legit. Yeah, he really is. He got – he was second in the in the state. Wait, uh, what's your brother's name? Josiah. Oh, I feel like I know who you're yeah, talking about. Josiah Works or JC. People call okay. him JC because okay. his middle name is Caleb. Right. But he's in the Marine Corps now. You know, salute to you. Nice. But nice um, yes. thank you for your service, man. By the way. Yeah. Um, he had a state race over. I think it was Monterey. I don't know. I, I only been to a few because I was I was actually bad luck. But <laughs> long story short, his mountain bike race was right next to or right on the McLaren track. Oh, wow. And they had McLarens out there and oh, stuff. Oh, that's pretty tight, actually. And, you know, in high school, bro, you don't see too many McLarens, <laughs> especially, like, parked right next to you because it was, like, a campsite, you know, because people camp there. They yeah, get their cars yeah. ready and stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was cool, man. But, um, yeah, he got – I was always bad luck, though, because every time I didn't go to his races, mm-hmm. he would get first place, second place, first place, second place, right? I was like, all right, Jason, I'm going to cheer you on. I go to one. He's like – 36th place dude you might make him nervous no i'm just kidding no i don't think it was that i don't know what it was <laughs> but then so i was like all right because he did it for a couple of years mm-hmm. i was like i'm not gonna go to your race again yeah because last time you got 36 not that like i'm mad at you or anything like that or i don't think you would do it but it's just like maybe it's me you know yeah comes back first place third place you know second that's place. crazy i go back like 46th place i went to his last or last two and it was it just went downhill from there bro what i really i really think it was me (laughs) that brought the bad car you shouldn't hold that on your conscience man that's that's heavy stuff i mean we laugh at it no yeah that's funny though but that's kind of crazy though when you think about it like (laughs) yeah like what i was gonna say before we went on the air uh like do you know a lot about like law of attraction not too much but if you want to like like fill me in on a little bit well i don't know too much about it either but in a sense where it's like you keep speaking something like out in the universe and mm-hmm. then like if you really like talk about it really put thought into it like mm-hmm. eventually it'll come to you like yeah. you're attracting it yeah well there's certain things like that um that i experience i don't think it's law of attraction but i had like i had plans you feel me so mm-hmm. when going into high school and coming out of high school mm-hmm, mm-hmm was like a big eye opener for me mm-hmm. you know because i i had a i had a lot of friends I was, I was very popular going from middle school going into high school because i have two older brothers and we're all 16 to 18 months apart i think it's 18. okay for sure and so coming in as a freshman you know the sophomores and juniors they they knew my brothers they knew me you know yeah, so yeah, I was yeah, yeah. very popular I, I knew everyone i was going around and you know going to groups and stuff mm-hmm. And then coming out, you know, I, I slowly, like, closed my, my friends in. 
you know, to like the real friends, like who yeah, you yeah, actually yeah, hang people out who with. you like really, yeah. really hang like out your, with. Your circle, your clique. Yeah. And, you know, they're just doing the same thing. So I was like, all right, this is what I'm going to do. I'm going to get a job. I'm not going to have a girlfriend. Mm-hmm. I didn't think dating was cool back in high school because, like, it stopped you from everything. Like, it really did. From, like, sports, it'll stop you. From your emotions, it'll stop you. From your motivation, it'll stop you. Like, no bueno. You know? Yeah, it's like, unless you, like, know how to manage stuff and you're, like, mature. Yeah, it's yeah, yeah like, okay. It, it, can, it can definitely mess you up. No, you're right. Yeah. But, like, obviously, the maturity comes with time and experience. It's yeah. not like, yeah. So I told myself, I was like, I'm, I'm going to go on my grind. Yeah, no, That's yeah. what I called it, you know. So yeah. I, I went to, um, I was a server, and I made my money, mm-hmm. focused on school, mm-hmm. did my thing. Mm-hmm. And then I was like, I'm not going to get a girlfriend until I get a, a place. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah. Told that self told myself that for like three years. Yeah, you got yourself straight basically. Yeah. Yeah, I got you. And the crazy thing is, is like right as soon as I got a house, mm-hmm. I had a girlfriend. I don't <laughs> I don't know what it was, bro. Like maybe like my mind just relaxed on it or but or like that law of attraction like ideal where it's like I kept talking about it like after I get the place, I'll get a girlfriend. Yeah, it's just like it's like you kinda like set that priority. And also it's I think it's just like now that like you, you kinda were set. You kind of like were able to like focus on that Relax. too. Yeah. Yeah. And people like who haven't like moved out yet or like this and that, like you think you can do like a perfect schedule, you know? Oh, no, you can't, dude. You have to, if you're living with other people, you have to work around them. Like yeah. I live at home right now. And when I save up, I want like after I start working, save up a bit, I'm going to definitely move out because like I just like my own routine. Like mm-hmm. don't get me wrong. I love you, mom and dad. But like living, <laughs> I love at, you too. <laughs> living at home is yeah. kind of, uh, yeah, <laughs> I'll just leave it at that. Yeah. No, when I, when I moved out and it was like a couple months in, you know, I go back to my parents' house and it's my mom and my stepdad. And he was like, Hey, how you doing? How are things? And I didn't, I didn't mean it towards them or anything. Just like my, my response was, Oh, so much better now. No, I mean like, yeah, totally. Yeah. I think it's like, you have to find like that time for yourself and like figure out yourself. But Mm -hmm. like also like shout out to my parents though. Like I definitely think like they've done like as much as they could for me and my little brother, which is like, obviously like I could never probably repay them. But like, you know, it's like, there's a balance of things. Like you are your own person, right? You gotta like, you gotta leave, you gotta leave the nest one day. Gotta fly, bro. You gotta fly. You think you're ever gonna take care of your parents, like if they needed it? Or? Oh yeah, I definitely. Uh, the thing like, is, that, I, that's how you can repay them. You can, yeah, I mean, yeah, but like, the see, the thing is, my parents, like, especially my mom and dad, they're so independent, and they've never, like, I've never, like, they're so good at just doing whatever they can. They're like super self-sufficient. Like, they're moving, right? Yeah, they um, moving. Well, like, you know, they're staying oh, yeah. in motion. Yeah, you know, no, like they, stuff. they like, keep themselves they keep, busy. Yeah, you know, keep like keep on their toes. <laughs> you said they're moving. What? I was like, dude, <laughs> <laughs> you confused. Yo, they're moving. They're kicking me out. Wait, what? No, <laughs> I have to pay for the house. What? <laughs> <laughs> no, I would be. I would. Your be dad. Done. Your dude, dad did done. it for you to motivate you to like. Get the I couldn't money. pay for a mortgage like that. <laughs> I'd be. I'd be done. My yeah. credit score would go down so fast. They look at it at first like, okay, he has a good credit score. You know. <laughs> That's no, pretty good. No, I've I seen your house. It's, it's a really nice house. Oh, thank you, dude. Yeah, my parents worked hard for that house. Yeah, the house that I used to live in, like, all my friends, see, they took care of me when I was younger. Mm-hmm. Like, not in that, like, sad sense. Like, I, I always had, like, a family stuff. So what I'm saying is, like, you know, even in school or, like, out of school, you know, I didn't have a car. I didn't have a job. And they had cars. They had jobs. So they, like, you know, they took yeah, they care of me. They just, yeah, yeah, that's dope. That's dope. And um, so it's, like, now it's, like, my time to 
not return the favor, not yet, you know what I mean? But, like, for a good cause, you know? Like, I would always be there for my friends. and like, Yeah, at least you're, like, you like, know, you'd, you'd be willing to pay it back now that you can. Yeah, because, like, my house, when I lived there for 19, 20 years, and um, it was an old farmhouse. Oh, okay. You know? Okay. And so it wasn't, like, a modern house or anything like that because mm-hmm. it was off of um, Douglas. Yeah, yeah, I know, yeah. Where, I know the area. Yeah. I know the area. And so... Like, we had a big old anchor, and, like, what we did back in the day was, like, you know, build ramps and, like, out of dirt, you know, like, shovel, mm-hmm. and, like, mm-hmm. my whole backyard was crazy. But other people in Yukaipa High would have, like, their their parents, like, look like they were more wealthy. Yeah, yeah. I, I don't know how my parents are. Maybe they just save, like, 90% of the money or stuff, but they don't really, like, show it, you know? Yeah, like... So, my parents are like that too. It's just like now that like my dad's been like working really, really hard there and also that they're getting older, they don't like, I think it's also a lot of the culture, like Indian people are like pretty frugal in general. Mm-hmm. So like, that's just how they are. But like, yeah, I told, I totally see that. Right. Like some people just don't flex it. I think the richest people obviously like don't flex their money. Oh, of course I think not. it's the people with like actual wealth. Yeah, no, they're not. The, the people ones. who flex have temporary wealth or like they have yeah. like just barely, like they save up to get stuff like that. I feel like, cause like people who have real wealth, like, you wouldn't you couldn't tell for yeah. the most part i mean with me i don't have tattoos or piercings or anything you don't look like you have tattoos piercings or anything i'm trying to get a tattoo though so oh, okay cool yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah okay what kind of tattoo i'm gonna i want to build out a sleeve so i'm gonna first like build the dagger here i'm, I'm just getting because like i don't i'm not like the kind of guy that wants to get a tattoo for like a meaning i just want to get it because i want a tattoo ah. yeah i'm like one of those people Wait, I don't know if that's a bad thing or not. No, it's definitely not. But no, yeah, no. I want to start off with like one piece and like build it into like a whole quarter sleeve. The nice thing about being a programmer is I can still like hide it in my like business casual mm. attire when I do like when I start working in like the office. Obviously, COVID right now makes it kind of hard. Yeah. But it's interesting actually. I get like I get to work from home, so it's all remote. So like I go to like Zoom meetings and stuff. Like I work with my team. Like I basically sit in a Zoom call like eight hours a day. So like with my team, so we can like share our screens and like do work together and stuff like that. So yeah. yeah. Is, is there like a like a head director or anything? Yeah, we like? have a team lead. So like the team lead basically gives you like task for the day or like whatever, like weekly or like biweekly task, depending on how long the task is and how big it is. And they basically give you that task and you have to do it. And then it's like, yeah, that's pretty much it. And, and you're going to start making good money with it or? I mean, yeah. Eventually, like, right? Um, I mean, right now it's like it's pretty good starting pay. Good. Um, yeah. Uh, yeah. Programming, dude. It's the future, man. It pays super well. It's like. I think one of the highest medium like incomes in the U.S. That's probably like one of the hardest things to get into. Yeah, though. no, no, don't. I'm not saying it's easy though. It is extremely. <laughs> you you got to put the work in if you want to be a programmer for sure. But I do. I think it's like one of those things. It's like math and English. You can teach it like at a young age, and it can be like one of those fundamental skills. And I think it it should be because it's like, dude, computers and everything that we use, like technology, like, you know, like programming right. is like in everything, even in like. It's getting into everything, even things you wouldn't think about, like, like bathrooms and like anything cars. that has like some sort of like technology or robotics in it. Like programming is a part of it, and like programming is what gets stuff to like communicate with like chips and like computers and like to do the things that it does, like software. So is like there any like, things? So is there like any hard work that you have to do, like in like physical, like what do you mean, like programming, just like putting zeros to ones or? So, like, programming is, like, you write in, like, different languages to, like, make software to do different things. So, like, there can be different software for, like, different purposes. Um, you can use, like, JavaScript and, like, different stuff like that to make, like, web, uh, like, C-sharp. I think C-sharp is used for, like, web design and stuff like that. Um, Python you can use for um, different bunch of different stuff. It's, like, a super powerful tool. 
C++ is more for like backend software engineering for like the backends of like app dev and stuff like that. Hmm. That's where you like make like functions and different stuff like that. I tend to do, I, I don't, I don't like web dev. I'm not really that creative. I don't like really doing design. Ah. So like I've got, I do like a lot of backend stuff. I got into like AI, which is like super heavy into the math side of things, but it's like what things are kind of like heading in towards, I guess. But it's it's pretty cool stuff. All right. Cause like, I mean, you know what they say, like science is the future or whatever, but like math is like, really the backbone of it dude math yeah. isn't everything man it's it's, it's, <laughs> it's so overwhelming how like if you really think about it it's literally in everything you know there was a um uh there's a i don't want to say a country like a small place where it's like it's so third world mm-hmm. or like below where it's like they don't count they don't have numbers mm-hmm, mm-hmm. so this guy went over there right and this guy was like in a lake little thing and he had like a bunch of like hooks like fishing hooks mm-hmm. and he placed down he placed down like two hooks and he says how many is that and he said a few and he placed down a third one he's like how many is that he's like a few more and he placed down like five how many is that a lot or like a bunch you mm-hmm. know mm-hmm. and it's like they don't they i don't know dude, like the scaling of it is just like crazy like there's so much diverse and to where like there's like like there's bird like a bird language do you know what that is there's a place like i want to say we're like in sweden or something they communicate with like whistling like birds oh that's crazy so there's a whole village where there's no like it's just you think it's birds but it's people like talking to each other that's kind of cultish but that's kind of cool too yeah but i don't know man because it was just language is crazy no but actually that's not really that's actually that's awesome because it's like i mean like there's like language like all throughout the world, there's like different places. Oh, and it's just like it's like the ver the yeah. Like I speak English, uh, Spanish, and Hindi, and like nice. Hindi is like the native language of India. And it's just like it's so different than Spanish and English. Like it's crazy well, different. You know, it's a good thing. I think we should all you know speak different languages and stuff like that. Yeah, it's definitely helpful. <laughs> all right, <laughs> way to wrap it up, guys. Keeping it on real on KCAA 10:50 a.m. 102.3 and 106.5. I'm Sam Works, and this is Sahil. Clocking out, setting works, whatever it is. CAA Loma Linda, 1050 AM, 106.5 FM, and now 102.3 FM. NBC News Radio, I'm Bill Trefiro. Joe Biden is holding on to a strong lead in a new poll. The ABC News Washington Polls survey shows Biden up 53% to 41%. A key factor in Biden's lead appears to be Trump's handling of the coronavirus pandemic. According to the poll, nearly 60% of voters think it's been mishandled. Almost three-quarters of voters are worried about themselves or a family member catching the virus. In October of 2016,